Hello, hello. Welcome back to another week of things you should know. In today's episode, we're going to talk about: Would you rather grow up with social media or not? If you had a choice, like, would you rather grow up with everything you know of social media now, or do you prefer not to? I think this is a very interesting perspective on social media as a whole. I myself grew up in the late. 80s. Oh god, I sound so old right now. I'm not. <laughs> I am in my, you know, almost mid 30s, and so I grew up with the time where social media was not really a thing. Not until I would say I was like in late high school, early college, where it really got popular. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Let me step back. In high school, MySpace. Oh God, when I say that, now it really shows my age. Like MySpace was huge, and and then Facebook, of course, and then the rest is history. And so it's fair to say that I grew up like in elementary, middle school. You know, like as I'm growing up as a very young child, I didn't grow up with necessarily social media until I was like a teenager. And so I had the experience of being exposed the, with the world without social media and with. And I have a perspective, and I'm curious to also know yours. I think there are definitely pros and cons to both ends of having social media versus not. I mean, the way that we know about social media today is a way to connect, is a way to share, is a way to. Almost like learn about other people, and I do think from that aspect, aspect that is a huge benefit. Like I think one of the huge benefit of social media is that it really does help connect people around the world. Like rather people that you know in real life, just being able to really catch up on how this person is doing without having to constantly like be there with them or ask them in real time, and knowing. How they are being able to connect in different ways—it's amazing. Like I, th- I really truly think that you know that's what initially blossomed social media, and even I would say it's fair to say that that was the, like one of the initial need of social media is that like people wanted to connect. I remember when back in the day, like AOL was a thing where you did chat through AOL. Basically, it's just a way to almost like text people, but through the internet, you message people, and there's that need. People want to connect offline. People, well, meaning like people want to connect beyond just having a landline and call people on the phone, right? Like having an easier way to connect with people that you already know. That's amazing, and I think social media really brought it to the next level, where it doesn't necessarily have to be the like immediate circle of people that you know, but it could be expansive of. Um, acquaintances, friends of friends,、uh, family, families of families, friends of family friends, right? Like there are so many different expansion of that connection that happen, which is all great thing. And just bringing it to more modern day, like currently, like TikTok, YouTube, all of that different types of social media for people to interact, learn from one another. I think that is another huge benefit of social media is the way that you're able to not only consume. Real life content of what everyday people shows beyond what the news and celebrities back in the day is willing to show, or movies, or you know things that are I would say more staged. And I think as a result of social media like YouTube's and TikTok, where it encourages people 
everyday people to create their own narrative, their own story, their own ways of showing the world how they perceive the world. I think that brings a really interesting perspective and connections to the world. Because when you think about back in the days, like even though Google and Yahoo, there's a big search engine and you're able to search a bunch of things that people put on the internet, in writing, in blogs. And that was a thing too, like in early 90s, 2000s, people love writing blogs. Like that was like another way of people, you know, sharing how they're feeling, who they are as individuals. Like I remember even back in the day, I had a Zanga, which is like another blog website where you just write like a journal, but it's online and everyone could access it. So it's like a more in-depth day-to-day journal than your Facebook or whatever, right? But like there is this need of people want to share more about themselves and put their feelings and thoughts and their day-to-day or who they are out there on the internet. And I think that as days goes on, all of the method of humans wanting to share more and connect with other people is just being expanded in ways of like video, right? Interactive and all of that great stuff. And I think that is a pro in some way because you do get to learn about how other people live, how other people think, what other people like or dislike, recommendations from other people. Like you get to live through these videos and interactions that you normally in the old age you wouldn't be able to at all. And so I think those are really pros because, you know, when you think about like searching on the internet, like searching on Google and learning about a bunch of stuff, which is very powerful. You're able to really learn a lot of things about many different things just by searching the internet. Of course, okay, like I'm not gonna get into it today, but like there's fake news, there's things that are not true, there are information that are not good. But, you know, I think that being exposed to various of information and you being the judge of, you know, good and bad and how you perceive them, that option is incredible. And I think social media brings that to another level, right? Where it's not just about static, like different formats of articles and blogs and thoughts. It's like now people could share within their cell phone, like turn it on, go live and share in real time what's happening and what's going on. And I think those are a lot of the great benefits of social media. Now, those are all great and dandy. I must say, my thinking of like, would you rather grow up with or without social media as a, you know, I think 34 year old, I would say I I love that I grew up in an age where it was transforming into a social media heavy world. And I didn't necessarily grow up with social media as a young, like child and like a young you know, teenager. And I and I say this because there's so many times I look at younger people today and they make videos about, you know, about themselves on TikTok and YouTube. That's great in many ways, but I have also seen young people where they are still developing. They're still developing their opinions. They're still developing and learning about the world. So there are moments where they say things or act in a way that they might not be proud of when they're older. And knowing myself, when I was a young teenager, I have thought about things and done things that I would be embarrassed if someone have a record of that or that I myself is the one who put it out there in the world 
and you know be super embarrassed and so in a way i personally are quite glad that i didn't grow up with social media because i feel like i will have so many chances of embarrassing myself and i'm glad i didn't have the opportunity to do that and another thing that i really really think it's one of the biggest con with social media is also it creates this need of acceptance and popularity and be liked i think more than ever before as well when we're young like i remember when i was even in middle school or in high school there's definitely already pressure to be like to fit in to feel pretty to feel like you're looking good you're you know like fit in the mode of just whatever the society was feeding you at the time and even at that time i mean there's still a lot of like commercials advertisement like standards of beauty what fits in what doesn't what's popular what's not like all of those still a thing even though social media wasn't that huge yet but all of the pressure was still real and i think that with social media rolled out especially for younger adults i think the pressure of being liked goes now beyond the people that you actually see and associate yourself with so like high school is hard i think high school is hard for a lot of people and usually that pressure comes from the people at your high school and so now with social media having to go beyond people in high school right cuz now it's just like the whole freaking world right like you have people that say hey i have like x amount of followers i have x amount of likes i have now it's like you're being judged not only from your high school or whatever school that you're in like your peer that you actually see and interact with now it's like you're like going against you know the whole world popularity and i could only imagine how stressful and how hard it is for those that who is actually you know being compared or trying to compare themselves to that and I'm, I, there's always exception there's always going to be folks where like that does not bother them that's not a thing which is awesome um i could imagine to some younger adults that it is going to be a thing right it's like i could only imagine myself as a younger adult where if i had a friend group and you know one of my friends is having like really you know a lot of likes and popularity in social media like i probably would feel pressure that like oh my goodness like i might compare myself to him or her and i would feel pressure that i would need to do the same and that would not be a good feeling and so i think from that aspect it is really stressful like with social media it's like now you're feeling like you're being compared at a way bigger scale and i feel like this idea of feeling pretty and accepted and feeling good about yourself also becomes harder because there are a lot of filters i mean like every you know it's a common thing like we all know that it is well, okay i don't want to make assumption that we all know but i would say that the overwhelmingly like filtered in both physical like looks right on tiktok snapchat like the way that you're able to filter yourself beauty apps to make yourself you know look much more edited and you know however way that you desire even though in real life you might not look like that it is harmful in some way because you're you are starting to compare yourself with beauty standards and ways of looking that might not just it's just not realistic to achieve in real life and it shouldn't be that way in real life and because everyone is so consumed 
in this overly filtered world and overly edited world, people then start to feel more bad about themselves. And I think that's another very toxic thing that comes with this in super enhanced weight of social media and filtered media is that the reality of how people are, who people are, how people act and be in real life, it's also more commercialized and filtered in a way that suits this like podcast world of showing yourself to to a broader audience that might be an act, might be, you know, I mean, there are many very authentic way of sharing themselves out there that are really great, but I do think that at a certain, you know, level, you people will feel pressure to almost fit into this mold that they think that is an appropriate way of presenting themselves. And I th- do think that that is really, really stressful for some people. And I think that that potentially could be a con of this expansive way of social media in comparison to before. Because when I was growing up, you know, in the early even 2000s, where things are slowly building momentum, but it's not quite crazy yet, like I have a very small following in my personal life. I'm not someone that posts a lot about my life. And so I feel like nothing. And I have a very, very small following. I'm talking about like under under like 100 people you know, from my real friend group. So very like nobody, you know, common person. And I don't feel bad at all because again, I grew up in a time where it wasn't and and focused. It wasn't like, doesn't really matter. Like it didn't really matter that you didn't have a big following or that you don't post a lot or that you're not going to get a lot of likes. I remember I have posts where I only have like five likes and I'd feel nothing because it just wasn't a thing. And I could only imagine that now for some people, how like, how bad they would feel, not for likes or anything, just like being compared to other people. And especially people on the internet that are overly filtered and overly, you know, put on a show in certain way. So I don't know, I think that is a con of the expansive like social media world, because I could only imagine like the the pressure, the stress that also puts on really, really young adult that is still developing like who they are. And I feel like it's also harder for people to make mistakes because everything is posted, everything is recorded and posted. And like the person that I was when I was like early 20s and even mid 20s to late 20s were like very different people. I learned very different things. There's probably things that I've said as a younger age that I would not be proud of in any shape or form. And I would hate that if those actions or expressions was even recorded in any way where, you know, other people take screenshots of it or it haunts me. Like not saying that it would happen, not saying that that's a thing for everybody, but it could happen given that social media is so much more adopted now. And I also, and that also contributes to how for some younger adults that are still developing and learning about themselves and what they believe in, that that could make them almost feel pressure. Like, you know what I mean? Like, some would be either worried enough to not express anything or that they'll express something and later on it comes back to haunt them. And we have seen that with people that are, 
you know, like influencer or famous or however you want to call it, where that they look back to their older videos and they do have regrets. And first, you know, like overall for people who get it, like people grow in different stages, they are forgiven and that's fine. But it's just, again, like this added pressure of because now so many things is like recorded, there's lives, there's screenshots, there's like all of that. It also makes it like harder to almost like have a very intimate memory of something with like your close group of friends and that's it. You know, it's like memories that are more cherished with people that you truly do interact with and like hang out with and share your dreams and hopes and who you are and everything. And now it's like, it's also, I think, a, a pro, like a benefit where you are sharing who you are, everything at a bigger scale. And I think it does really help some people that who feel very alone and lonely because I personally, even at this age in my like, you know, almost mid 30s now, I actually really do appreciate that part of social media that's given where you could feel alone and somewhat like excluded, but yet because of social media, the way that they allow to connect you to so many different people in the world, it also make you feel included and connected. Like I remember I was on TikTok and I was watching lives on uh, TikTok where people go to, you know, Disneyland, they show you, they walk around, they record like the fireworks show live. Um, so you see it in real time as they are at Disneyland and they're recording the fireworks or they're going on rides or they're walking around in the shops of Disneyland. And you could like write comments as the group of people that is also watching the live with you and you guys could talk to each other, you know, likes, give gifts to the host. It's like a pretty interactive experience. And I must say like being in those live experience, even though, yeah, like I do not know any of the people in the live, in the comments, or even the host that's doing the live, but it, like because it just depends on who wants to join the life at the moment sometimes it's like a very small intimate group where you could say oh my god this is so cool and like other people respond to you and you do feel somewhat like a sense of community where you feel like oh my god like i'm making new friends even though you know they're not like real friends or maybe people that you'll never actually meet up in person and actually becomes friends but i mean you could potentially just be careful but like it just gives you like i remember just feeling in that moment when i was doing that for the first time i was like oh my god like i haven't even hung out with new friends and new people for so long and being able to even do that virtually actually did make me feel like I belonged in some sort of community. It like actually made me feel happy. And I do think that that is an amazing part of the expansive social media world that we live in and will continue to live in. Like it is a better way because like I could only imagine that like for someone who feels very lonely, maybe even depressed and just sad and being able to feel welcomed in these like chat rooms or lives or, you know, social media, having certain type of community and interaction, like it does bring people like at peace sometimes or feel included. And, you know, so I think those parts are like great thing about social media. So it's like, it's really hard to say it's true. Like, would you rather grew up with or without? 
because uh, there are goods in it. Like I could only imagine, like if I was when when I was a kid and I was feeling really lonely, like things like that would have probably made me feel less lonely and more, you know, included. But overall, though, because I, I like I could only think back to how fragile my self esteem and everything was when I was a young teenager. And so, like, I think for me personally, like, yeah, I think it probably would have been healthier for me to like grow up, especially in my younger teenage self, without a lot of heavy influence from social media. Just because, like, I could totally it's scary sometimes. Like, I could totally see myself someone that if I did grow up with like TikTok, for example, I probably would be posting. I probably would be doing funny dances on there, you know, and. Like now, yeah. Do I ever look at those and cringe? Uh, yes, but maybe because I'm also just like consider old in those platform. But like, I there is a part of me where I'm I'm happy that I didn't, you know, have TikTok when I was growing up, so I didn't post. Now, no shame, no diss of anyone who do enjoy doing that because I do think it's very cute and very fun. It's just I am super embarrassed of myself. That's it. Like, there's no shame or diss of. Anyone that like it does look very fun. I even remember my best friend asked me like, "Do I want to do one of these like TikTok dances with her?" It's just I just feel super embarrassed of doing that. But I would have been super down to do it when I was like a young teenager. I probably would like loved it and like eat that up. So <laughs> it's just certain things. I think it's just like certain things, certain things that you know you're like would be do- doing at certain age and. You know, probably wouldn't as you're at a different age as well. Everyone's different, but just for me personally, I just think I'm happy. Like I remember, I just remember every time I like am on these like new social media platform. I just think back. Like, I'm so glad that I didn't grow up with like such a heavy social media presence and people around me with social presence, and it's more. Real life, and it's more based on like people you know, in in like you interact with. Like there is some intimate, like benefit with that as well. When you your social circle is a little bit smaller, people have a bigger emphasis on like what's in front of them. And yeah, like I mean, yeah, I do think there is like something to missed about like talking on the phone, for example. Now it's very uncommon versus. Before, when I was growing up, like dating, I remember even like in middle school, high school, college, like talking on the phone for me because I love you know communicating and talking with my friends and people that I date. Like that was huge. And like now transitioning to this new world of like more texting, right, less calling. Like I, I, it, I think it personal. I think kind of sucks because. You know, there was this very deep connection that sometimes is formed when you are getting to know someone by like a lot of interaction in real time. And versus now, I do think it's starting to become more normalized that like people form almost like an entire relationship more virtually and through texting and like virtual interaction than in person. And I I have friends that have done that and it works really well for them, and that's great. I personally just haven't really. Like been exposed to that, so I can't really say how that truly feels. But I just know that when I have those interaction in a more in person and connected manner, like from either just talking a lot on the phone and hang a lot a lot in person, like it did bring a sense of intimacy and. 
and connection that I'm just not sure if I would be able to find if majority of that happens like virtually through just texting or like video calling only. Like that's just again, I haven't experienced that, so I don't know. So I can't really speak on that. Uh, but I do see that shifting a lot more, even for couples that are not like distant, like long distance dating. Because I think in the past, like that's more common for folks that are long distance. But I think now, even if it's not long distance, it is more common where people either just text, no, not a lot of phone calls. And like there are like even legit relationships that like younger folks will tell you like the entire relationship would just happen like through text. Some people never even seen each other, maybe once, maybe twice, but like majority of like the chatting is just via text and that's it. Not saying that you cannot form very deep relationship through text because I'm sure you can. Uh, but I do think it's different, right? It's like a different form of connection from like in person. Um, Cause I mean, like, there's like the benefit with texting is that you do get more like respond time. Like, I like that when someone texts me, I don't need to text back right away, and there's more time for me to like do other stuff or think of a better response. So it could be like more crafted as well. So anyway, something to think about. Like, I think for those of you who listens to this, um, you're probably in like, I don't know, in your 20s or maybe early 30s, um, because I do check my stats. I think that's like the majority of the audience. Um, I think it's interesting. I think most of you then did grow up with social media. Some of you, you know, more heavily than others. Like I would say I'm more like half half. I would say like I grew up, you know, first half of my life, kind of like not so much exposed and then like now super heavily exposed which I love that mix of the world where I didn't, you know, younger, didn't really grow up with it, but now really see the effects and benefits and pros and cons of it. Uh, but I'd love to hear what do you guys think, especially those that who grew up with very heavy social media in your life. And like, do you feel like you could imagine the world without that? And how would you like it or not like it? And what are the pros and cons to you? Love to hear it. Like, do message me on my Instagram at Real Things You Should Know, or leave some comments in this podcast and just let me know what are your thoughts in this and what are the topics that you like to hear more of. All right, love to hear from you soon. All right, talk to you next week. Bye.